0: Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons and Dummies, a weekly podcast following four friends as they battle across a homebrewed world called Antiriath in Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition. Hello, and welcome to Dungeons and Dragons and Dummies, an actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast. I'd like to introduce. The cast of the show, starting with Seth. Seth, say hello. Hello! Sam, our Dungeon Master. Hello, everybody. And I am Taylor. The three of us, we grew up together basically as brothers. I am Seth and Sam's first cousin, although their mother called me her middle child. So that is the relationship that we have. We decided to start doing this podcast on... Kind of a whim, we decided to start playing Dungeons & Dragons for the first time. Well, it's my very first time. I think Seth basically is very first time, right? Yeah, outside of a few sessions. Yeah, y'all had a few sessions where I think y'all had a total party kill in this same world. Yes. Like, super early on. Indeed. Sam has been creating this world for a while. It's called Interia. And the campaign that we're playing in, we're calling it the Unstable Evolution Campaign. That's our main campaign. Although we do have some one-shots and some mini-adventures here and there, some where I'm the Dungeon Master as of recording this. I think Seth is planning on doing one for us. But the three of us are the main characters in the show, and we've kind of got a rotating cast of other players. You'll hear Josh and Joey both as the podcast progresses. And I just want to be clear, the show gets much, much better mm, about 10 episodes in as we figure out our recording process, figure out our editing process. So if you're just picking up here on episode one, just stick with us. It gets much better, I promise. And I want to hand it over to Sam to kind of give a little bit of a primer on the world that we're in.
1: Yeah, so... And Teriath, as Taylor mentioned, is a world in healing. There was a horrible famine about five years ago that has now ended. It it wasn't a a natural drought or anything like that. There was a a blight across the land. Uh, Most people don't even know what caused it, but they do know that after about a year it went away. But unfortunately, the suffering that was caused by that continued on for several years, and it's really just now starting to see the bright blooms of the future. For the first time in a generation, the naval fighting between the Reckon Alliance and the Dwarves of Podkopkim has had a peace called, and the King of the Dwarves has actually visited Savorni to meet with the Emperor of the Reckon Alliance, and he will be expected to return that visit soon. So what has happened is there's come a lushness that is actually exceeding what has ever been seen before to the point that things seem to be transforming in strange and unnatural ways. Beasts with odd maladies and afflictions and some of them even gaining supernatural powers. And that's really where we pick up this story and to find out exactly what happens, you'll just have to stick around.
0: Yeah, and as... We pick up, uh, I think we're on our third or fourth session, and you will hear kind of an extended recap from Seth. He is our uh, lore master, lore master, slash note taker, slash responsible one. So he gives us <laughs> recaps on most episodes and, and keeps us in line. And we hope you enjoy. And like I said, stick with us. The sound gets much better after a few episodes, and we can't wait for you to join us on this epic journey through world of interior. Please allow me to introduce our three player characters. This is Taylor. I will be playing Talek Grug. He's a half-orc fighter and he's a badass. He's about 6 foot 8 inches tall. He weighs in at 280 pounds of solid muscle. He's got grayish green skin jet black hair that's cut into a short mohawk he's young he's barely a man and he's wearing heavy orcish armor and he's carrying a two-handed greatsword talik has a neutral alignment and he's on a mission to find info about his mysterious human father as time goes on we may learn that there is more than meets the eye to this orcish fighter Josh will be playing Body Knot Greenleaf, the halfling rogue. He's about normal sized for a halfling, three foot and some change. He's thin. He's got fair skin and light brown hair. He carries a short bow, which he prefers to use most times, slipping in and out of cover. He also has a short sword on his hip. He's a chaotic neutral alignment, and he wears magical goggles that he picked up in his greatest heist to date. Oh, I should also mention that he's a thief and he's on a mission to become the greatest thief in all of Enturiath. Our third character, called the Eclarian Shadow, will be played by Seth. He's a half-elf ranger. He's tall and thin, at nearly six foot, 10 inches tall. He's got grayish skin, which is complemented by his icy white hair that flows down his back. He wears medium elven armor, and he carries a polearm sword called a glaive. He also has a longbow draped over his back that he's happy to use at any sort of range. He's a chaotic neutral character, and he's bound by his duty to fight for the less fortunate. We don't even know his real name, as he is simply known by the townsfolk that live near the Eclarian Mountains as Shadow. Our three party members find themselves together at the Confluence Guildhall in the city of Bilyatok. They decide, after a few simple bounty board missions together, that they make a pretty damn good team, and maybe it would be in all of their best interests to stick together.
2: We recap session one and two. The three adventurers, whose names are... The Eclarian Shadow, toluk Grug, Me. and the ever-whispered Bodyknock Greenleaf... What up, dudes? ...start out talking to Old Bushy Evermead at the Confluence Tavern. He lets them know that they need to talk to Ostios Maldorn in the city of Primurn. It's a two-day journey away and they need to take the writ to recover their wayfinder from Osios Maldorn. After stopping by the Confluence Guild Dining Hall and talking to the manager, Eva, 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 they gather some rations and supplies and head off on the two-day journey to Primern. On their two-day journey, they encounter some wolves. Roll for initiative. After defeating the wolves, a strange tree man appeared and the party just watched him from a distance as he examined the wolves. Day two begins as we arrive in Primern and provide the writ to Osios Maldorn to get the wayfinders. but Osios has a rat problem. We go in the back and have to roll for initiative again as rats come out of the fucking woodworks. Tala kills all the rats single-handedly like a madman. And we discover they have metal in their mouths and on their nails. Body knocked, pilfered the room, and found a vial of glowing liquid, possibly whale spurn. Osjos gives us the wayfinders and speak scrolls, which are basically some kind of weird-ass Confluence Guild fax machine things. We head back to the Billiutok and the Confluence Guild Hall. That was the end of session one. In session two, we got a hold of a bounty board investigation to investigate a chicken thief. After a lot of nonsense, we headed over to the farm and we talked Told to Morgren Rock Harvest. He was a dwarf farming chickens over there. Morgren tried to claim that Coral Battlestone had been stealing the chickens and he was jealous of Morgren and Samantha. That was unconfirmed. As we investigated the coop, Bodyknock discovered weird feathers in the coop and odd stones. While Bodyknock was investigating the coop, Shadow went up behind the coop to look in the snow. Toluk, with his big dumb ass self stood around tried to intimidate Morgren and failed to intimidate the dwarf Shadow finds some chicken tracks, but they're two large regular chickens. They're too wide and too deep So we track the cockatrice tracks we get up to a cave and we enter the cave on Taluk's recommendation Roll for initiative. They're two giant cocks and we engage in the fight <laughs> Toluk continues to be a tank and fights one and body knock and I engage the second one both cocks engage us. Talak kills one of the cocks and I cast Zephyr strike and impale the cock into the ground. I fly over to the corner to get the hell out of the way and avoid being petrified. And the other cock jumps on old body knock. Body knock fights the flying beast and he takes a mighty swing and he strikes the cock as hard as he can with his fucking little dagger sword. Talak swings and whiffs on the damn thing completely. He's not very good at slapping cocks with his sword. And finally, we succeed. In all the chaos, all the cockatrices are doomed and dead. Talek dominates the cock with his great sword, and the bounty is complete. Get back to the guild hall and take a long rest. At that point, we accept a bounty to retrieve a widow's husband's corpse. She says that her husband worked for Albud Robinson at the Rusty Tooth Mill. The husband's name was Hard Holfhead. <laughs> Her name is Chantrell Holfhead. Chantrell says that the death later came from a Takjako from Asajiski. She asked if we talked talk to Albud over at the mill. So we head over to the Rusty Tooth mill. When the party arrives, they see Albud and Shadow and Talak go immediately for intimidation. Harv was well-liked, but Harv took two to three days off each month with no known reason. Shadow goes over to speak to a human named Bixie, who's sweeping the sawdust and confirmed the story as well. And members of the party noticed that a human side-eyeing him while working a saw. Marvin was his name, and Marvin recognized the eclairium Shadow. He confirmed the story again, but he admitted to following Harv and watching where he went. Well, Harv swam the river west of town. Marvin leads us over to where Harv crossed the river and went up a mountain trail party goes over to the trail on the other Hmm. side of the river and finds a path from the water to the mountain and they see a village to the west that harv may have gone to on the vacations that was the end of session two hey that was a lot of material right there that catches us up as the
1: sun is starting to set and y'all are nearing the river i need all of you to make me a perception check
0: 23
1: nice Okay, I got a 13. Okay. So as y'all are coming down off the mountain, starting to get relatively far down it, both Taluk and Shadow, you hear a snap of a twig up ahead. Taluk, you you hear the snap of the twig, and you look ahead and you see a rustling, and you notice that somebody's up ahead. Seth, with a 23, you see it all. You see that up ahead of you are five people hiding in various different places amongst the trees, just in front of you. You can see they're in like a semicircle, circle uh, waiting on you guys to come into their trap. Here, I'll just kind of mark. They're kind of like here, hereish, 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 and hereish. Not as aware? They do not seem to be aware. They're, they're holding, they're waiting in their trees. They're kind of like darting eyes back and forth at one another. Like, are they coming down? Are they? Is it time? what do you guys do all
2: right guys I see five people down there waiting in an ambush hmm. do we want to go around them or do we want to see what the heck's going on clean up the have... woods a little bit we have the high ground we have the high ground I'm gonna go ahead okay.
1: and okay to initiative mode just so we can like you know keep track of what y'all are doing
2: and what they're doing and everything Alright, knock. why don't you go over here, see if you can't get up above them for a sneak attack. I'll position myself over here for a sneak attack. Talek, you kind of see if you can't start working your way up behind a tree without them seeing you. And wait for okay. us to fire our arrows before you rush in. Okay.
1: Okay, I dig it. Y'all roll initiative.
2: Roll initiative. Here we go. 21.
1: Ooh. Nice. Seals it. Dang. 21. Oh my shadow. god, are you kidding me? Seven. <laughs> Uh-oh, Tyler. So I'm just going to tell you, one of these guys rolled a 19, one of them rolled a 20. And y'all Woo! freaking rolled 21s oh! to go
2: ahead of them. That was huge. Hell Good yeah. time some big rolls. So I don't know if y'all noticed, but there is one right here behind this tree.
0: Oh yeah, oh, I see him.
2: Is he the closest? Yeah, there's another one way over here. I'm not sure exactly where the other ones are yet. Um, with your roll, set, you know where all of them are. There's... Okay, well, there's definitely there's one there. there.
1: There's one down here. Okay, so they're all kind of in there's that. There's one over here. There's one up here, and then there's one, like, in here. They had kind of made, like, a horseshoe for you guys to walk into. Seth and, uh, Seagulls, I need y'all to do a roll-off, because y'all have the same initiative. I am rolling at 20. Hmm. Ooh!
0: All right, we'll yeah. just... Yeah, all right. all right. Do it to it, Shadow. They're not aware of us yet, correct?
1: They are definitely aware of you. They were waiting on y'all to come down into their area. Okay. They're not aware of whether or not y'all know that they're there. Okay. So they're not aware uh, of us in this moment. Right, but y'all just stopped moving, so they might get a little antsy.
2: I'm targeting this one. Okay. I'm targeting him with a longbow shot.
1: All right. Longbow to hit. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. That'll hit. Let's go. So you,
2: All right, So I hit that dude. Cool, boom,
1: smack this guy with an arrow. Ooh, yeah. Do eight damage to him. Okay. Do you want to use a bonus action or move? And by the way, they definitely uh know the jigs up when an arrow comes flying at one of them. <laughs> I'm going to go for him. All right. So you're moving in towards him All right. Body knock.
2: What's my movement distance?
1: I, you 30? might only be twenty five since you're small. Yeah, twenty five walk speed. What is that? A like twenty five feet basically? Twenty five feet. Yeah, yeah. twenty five yeah, okay. of whatever I have in the in the game. Uh, uh, I'll make my movement to right. <laughs> yeah, I can see this cat. So the clarion's offset a little bit. I'm gonna take my bow out and try to smack this bitch. Sixteen. Sixteen will hit. Lol. Oh, I can reroll that, right? Uh, Not that, only your D20. Oh, shit, yeah, that's right, that's right. But that is enough to take this guy out. Oh, shit. he goes down. All right, one down. Hell yeah. Oh, he was one of the ones who rolled really high. So it's going to be his turn. All right, so it is this other guy's turn. He makes it to right there. He's going to throw a dagger at Shadow, but it's going to be a disadvantage because you're a little outside of his range, which is a shame. I rolled a 20 and a 2. So he's going to miss with his dagger. (laughs) Okay. And it's the next guy's turn. He's going to run to here and then he's going to run up to right here.
0: All right. And then
1: it's Talek's turn.
0: Okay. Let's see. So the closest one is behind this white tree, like right here somewhere.
1: Yeah, this is the closest one.
0: Yeah. That's the one I was talking about. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm going to move as close as I can, which is right here. Getting the action here. And then I am going to throw a battle axe. A hand axe. Yep. Nineteen. Nineteen will hit.
1: See All that right. big DiMaggio. Seven. Nice. All right. Okay. And then I can move again, right? No, you to move again, you'd have to use your action. Okay, I don't want to do it. Yeah. Uh, Body knock does have a special ability that lets him move again with his bonus action, but okay. Okay, so it's this guy's turn. He's gonna run up to here with 30 feet of movement uh he's just gonna run up next to you and then it'll be this guy's turn man big perception checks because if you guys have been surrounded by these guys and they had gotten like a
2: surprise round and stuff woof. so do we not do extra damage for our surprise arrow attacks i mean we killed that guy but
1: um so y'all didn't actually have a surprise round on them because they knew you were there. They were watching you guys. Y'all weren't trying to be stealthy or anything. Uh-huh. Yeah, you just also knew they were there. They would have gotten a whole extra round on you guys if y'all hadn't spotted them. All right, Shadow, your turn. And now it's about to get bloody. Yeah. Everybody's close together now. Going oh, for this guy. Oh. Uh, it was on thirteen. stick is not going to do it. Would have been eighteen. Dang. Alright. All right. Body knock. Your turn. Alright,
2: I'm gonna stay put where I am and I'm gonna try to shoot this cat down here a little bit like straight in front of me, basically. Not behind the tree. Uh this guy. Get another Can I re roll that now? <laughs> uh
1: that was That you can re roll. That's okay. a perfect example. Nice. That's pretty cool. It's, awesome. It seems really powerful, but everybody's like, nah, it's you just a run. good
0: ability, because that's a hit so that's, now. That's crazy. Cool. And that's a race, because he's a halfling. Yeah, halfling luck. He's yeah. unlucky. Cool. That's awesome. Uh, I like it.
2: let see what the damage
1: is. Seven, so. Dimashio. Which one was that? This, this one cat right here. Back. This one in the yeah. back? Okay.
0: Turkey shoot. Classic turkey shoot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So you, okay. you send an arrow into this guy, quack, send his shoulder, whip into the side. Okay, so it is this guy's turn. So he's going to run up and get in shadow space. You can see he's covered in uh, like animal furs. And he's got a big hood covering most of his face, obscuring most of his details. And on his hand, he's got these two large like claw weapons that mm. uh, have little handles that extend out some claws, kind of Wolverine style. Um, and he is going to run up and he is actually going to attack with both of them the first one is gonna be a seven to hit so that's not gonna hit the second one is going to be a natural 20 oh god all right so natural 20 to hit now the thing is since he's attacking with his off hand he doesn't get his uh proficiency bonus to damage he just gets the damage die but does still get a natural 20 from it he's gonna do five damage to you
2: Holy shit! Damn. That's more than 25% of my HP.
1: Okay, so this guy's gonna run up after the big boy, Talik up here. Uh Oh, I'm getting double teamed. And he's going to attack. Ooh, this might hit 14. Might hit body knock. I'm an 18 armor class. Oh my gosh. Okay, never mind. All right, the next one's a 10, so that's not gonna do it. And then it is Talik's turn. You got two of them around you. What you gonna do?
0: let's go i'm gonna attack the one in front of me so i'm gonna pull out my great sword and hit him with the attack Ooh, baby 21 all right that'll hit for sure all right and it is oh yeah 14 damage oh my Holy gosh shit. this one right here i threw a five and a five yep
1: that in one shot takes that guy out off, baby. One shot, master! One shot at him. Fuck!
2: 360 no scope. Get fucked, noob.
0: <laughs> and I'm gonna use my bonus action. Okay. What are you gonna use your bonus action for? I'm gonna turn around and hit this other one.
1: Um... How are you doing that? With my ability? To give yourself another action. Yep. Frick, yeah. Alright, let's do it. Just make sure you record I'm- that you use that. Oh, oh me, natural one. Too bad you're not a halfling. Yeah. Of course, I don't think you would have done 14 damage one hit if you were a halfling. All right, oh, so he just insane, man. nimbly steps back out of the way as you whiff past him. But you made the right choice on who to attack because that guy's turn was next and he is dead. Let's go. All right, buddy knock. It is this Shout one down here's uh, turn and he runs up and he's going to take a swing with his first claw that's gonna be a miss swing with the second claw also a miss shifty little hobbit shifty
2: little hobbit boy budget dollar general wolverine looking motherfucker that's right <laughs> dollar general wolverine glaive out
1: alright glaive out glaive Not to 20. hit nah <laughs> freaking 20 glaives
0: out boys y'all are glaives y'all are lucky out. bastards
1: right Nah, 20
2: Let's brace yourself. The, let's see oh the God. Joe.
1: The Joe DiMaggio on this. Thirteen. Thirteen. Let me see what he's got. Oh, yeah. oh, oh yeah. that'll do it. One-shotted. Y'all are one-shotting them. Describe what you did to him. Yeah, yeah. Give us the play-by-play.
2: I jump back on this ledge and then flip, do a front flip in the air and swing my glaive down and cleave him from fucking clavicle to pelvis and rip his body in half as he's torn asunder to the ground.
0: Hell yeah, Mutality.
1: man. Fatality. I love Fatality.
2: it. Fatality. Fatality.
1: Alright, body knock.
2: Alright, time to one shot. shot. All right.
0: uh, Let's see. Yeah, no pressure. Well,
2: is this dude the only one left?
0: Uh, no, oh, there's one more by
2: Tala. I guess I'll hit him with my short sword.
1: Do you want to do a little stabby stabby stab? Well, I guess I won't hit him with my short sword. Oh, no, you won't. An eight's not going to do it. Unfortunate. I am going
2: to retreat back up to my boys. Okay.
1: <laughs> um. So normally he would get an attack of opportunity. Do you want to use your oh, bonus shit, action? Dude,
2: you're right. Well, uh, but no. you can
1: use your bonus action to disengage, which keeps you from taking attack of opportunities for the rest of the turn.
2: Yeah, let's do that.
1: That's one of your special. Uh...
2: Let's do that. I'll stay right here. I'll right. get him from there.
1: All right, it is this guy next to you, Talek. He's going to go with the first swipe, natural 20. Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, shit. Uh Uh-oh. All right, he's going to do seven damage. Woo! And then the second attack. Woo! It's an 18 on the die, baby. Oh, your AC is 18, so he barely hits you still, but... All right, let's see what that damage is. Oh! I rolled max damage on the D6.
0: That's 6 damage. So that's... I took 13 damage. Yeah. Woo! And now it's your turn. I am down to 11 of my
1: 24. Man. That Yeah, I had a fucking turn. He's not going down without
0: a fight. I'm, I'm hurting. I'm hurting. Okay, it's my turn. I'm going to throw around. I'm at 11. Rolling to hit. Not 20. 26. No, no fucking way. Yep. Oh my... Gosh. Four, d, four d six. six. No, it's
1: five d six. Yeah, just roll an extra d six after you do the crit damage. Holy Not that it's shit. gonna That's fucking matter. Thing. Well, let's just see what it is for fun. <laughs> All right, to. I'm gonna just do seventeen. You can technically re-roll the twos. The twos. Seventeen
0: plus six, twenty three. Twenty
1: three damage. And your turn to describe a complete
0: overkill. I take my sword and lift it with both hands right above my head. And I chop him on the top of the skull and go right down through his body and he falls into two pieces. God y'all like are a piece of paper. Peace. Alright.
1: You do anything else, Mr. Talok the Slayer? That's it. Jeez. It's this guy's turn. He yells out, Fuck it up less! And he runs up, gonna attack you twice, Mr. Body Knock. Uh oh. Ooh. Is that gonna hit thirteen to hit? That Let's
0: is not gonna
1: hit. He's fourteen. Fourteen. Oh, oh Eat Ooh, my this'll dick. hit, Wolverine. That's a modified twenty to hit. Let's see if he rolls good damage. Pretty good damage. Four damage to you.
2: Oh my!
1: All my right, then it's your turn, Shadow. Oh, oh,
2: oh, lo- oh, here. Okay. First things first. I move my thirty feet. I have a ten right. foot range on my weapon. Oh yeah, so you're definitely in range. But we're gonna go ahead, and we're gonna cast Zephyr's Strike. Okay. Oh shit! Okay. Flash of lightning and speed and wind whirling around me. I roll to hit. Now remind me what that does.
1: This is his crazy. Like gives him more movement speed and gives him extra damage and like keeps okay, him from okay. taking attacks of opportunity and like does a bunch it's of like stuff. Like a buff. Yeah. 18 will hit a d10 and a d8 and then we gotta have three okay math it is there you go 15 plus three that's 18
2: 18 baby as i hop up in the air and kick off this tree with one foot as i'm (laughs) passing over the top of him in a leaping swipe I just fucking decapitate him and send his head flying <laughs> into the eververse while his body stands there like a statue of dumbfounded confusion and slowly tumbles off the edge.
0: Man, yeah. It oh yeah, beautifully. Like it like slides
1: Dude, yeah. over the edge and flops on the ground with no head.
0: Blood spurts everywhere.
2: It started off. We get the first strikes in with arrows and eliminate the first enemy, and then it says. Tolok one shots an enemy. Shadow one shots an enemy. Tolok one shots an enemy. Shadow one shots an enemy. Let's go. That guy had been injured,
1: but it would have been enough to one shot him. Dang, those guys were interesting. I thought they would be. A, I mean, they could have been really dangerous because you saw how much damage they could do.
0: They just weren't real tanky. Oof. So what do we? What do we? Let Let's find out who these guys are, guys. Yeah. I mean, what do we? What do we? They look weird. They're in the middle of nowhere apparently they were ready I to ambush of them uh, was, uh, shredded into pieces
1: yeah yeah okay um so yeah y'all roll yeah. me a uh investigation check
0: okay i got a 3 <laughs> uh
1: 13 <laughs> so yeah y'all are rummaging around uh on them uh you don't find anything like immediately identifiable about them other than their you know obviously strange garb one thing you do notice is they have several of them have a cloak pin Or like a, you know, pendant or something that has the uh, symbol of a wolf howling at the moon. Hmm. But yeah, they don't have like some note on them that says like, go kill the dragonborn or anything like that. Like human? Yeah, uh, most of them seem to be human. There's a, there's a couple of dwarves.
2: What did you get, Seth?
1: You got a 13. You're uh you, you pick up the one's decapitated head and you're looking at it a little bit, and you notice that like their teeth on this one have been like filed down to make them sharp.
0: Oh my
1: like give them the, the effect of oh having nice. face. What the shit? What else do we see around us? Uh other than that, you're just like in the woods. You're actually fairly close. I mean you can see right across the river is <laughs> the the place you were headed to and the, the lights are coming on in the little hamlet across the river, you're pretty much there. Maybe another 15 minute walk to get over there. Okay. Maybe half hour, 15 minutes. Boys. We like head that.
0: towards the town. Mm, yep. All right.
1: So y'all head on over towards the town. You walk into town and like I said, small place. Most of the um, houses are very small, uh, little simple homes. And uh, there's one place that's lit up a lot more than all the others. It appears to be some sort of, in or tavern or something to that effect so y'all probably make your way over to
0: that spot to be continued on the next episode of dungeons and dragons and dummies find out what happens to our party next week